Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! We've been talking so much college football, both realignment and previewing the 2023 season. So today we figured, let's talk all about high school sports. Welcome in. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Jam-packed lineup for you today. Leading off, Pat Duchesne Sr. He's the head coach at Florence High School. They're the two-time reigning Class B state champions. And uh, Class B looks pretty stacked this year, uh, headed into... Um, the uh, the 2023 season. Hour number two will get led off by the guy who coaches, who I think many people believe is the favorite in Class AA. That's the Glacier Wolfpack. Uh, Glacier Wolfpack do have to replace uh, Gage Slider, the outstanding quarterback who's now here at the University of Montana in Missoula. But they have three other Division One committed guys in Cashco, Kachia, and Isaac Kime that are headed to Montana, as well as Henry Sellers, who's headed to North Dakota State. The head coach of all those young men, Grady Bennett, one of our favorites, uh, and the guy who was uh, not only the head coach at Glacier High School, but also has dabbled in some media. Uh, a lot of you know him from his color commentary on Grizz football broadcasts over the years. So Grady will join us at the top of the second hour. We also have our Treasure State Stars with the college and... Uh, professional flavor to it and uh we'll also have a little college football talk as trevin gradney gradney a billings west product who plays for the montana grizzlies will join us as part of our grizz star of the week and then we'll finish things up today with cassidy kurgan she is a now uh graduate of missoula sentinel it's part of our senior spotlight uh one of the best soccer goalies in the state and taking her talents uh to the collegiate level so andrew houghton caught up with her so bunch of guests bunch of fun bunch of high school talk uh here today uh, on nuanas now sometimes when i'm trying to cure the playlist curate the playlist that is and i know a lot of you love the music we play around here so do i i uh I just yelled out in the hall to one of the guys from the trail today. It happened to be Mike Smith, who's uh, a great uh, personality there on the trail. I was going to say he does the afternoons, but he does a lot. He Sometimes he's doing the morning, especially this time of year. But he's on the trail, 103.3, so great music acumen. And I said, Mike, what should I play today on, uh, on the show? And he's like, well, Woodstock, the original Woodstock back in 1969, actually started today. So... We have a Woodstock-oriented uh, playlist for you today, so that's exciting. I also was digging through the garage, and I found 
a bunch of uh, old Sports Illustrateds, and there's some solid gold here, including these three Sportsman of the Year issues from the early 2000s. I got the original one with Tiger Woods from 2000, the one with Lance Armstrong as the Sportsman of the Year in 2002, and then one with Tim Duncan and David Robinson on the cover, uh, Sportsman of the Year in 2003. So many different observations about these magazines. So uh, we'll get to those sometime throughout this show or maybe later on this week, but uh, certainly some fun souvenirs for... uh, for me to share with you. It is Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching SWX Montana Television, or maybe you're streaming on the ESPN MT app. No matter how you are tuning in, we appreciate you for spending time with us. If you want to stream the show outside the ESPN MT app, you always can. 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live, and uh, you'll find the stream. And if you want to call us, text us, you want to be a part of the show, keep those texts rolling in. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. And all guests will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line, which is where we go right now for our latest edition of the Bitterroot Breakdown. It's presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. And the Bitterroot has had a bunch of great football teams in recent years, including at Florence Carlton High School, the Falcons, the two-time defending Class B state champions in football. And we're joined now by their head coach, Pat Duchesne Sr. Coach, thanks so much for being here, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you guys doing? Oh, very good. Thanks so much for taking some time. I know you guys are... Uh, in the dog days, in the height of fall camp here with the opener coming up here in less than two weeks. Uh, so what have you what have you thought? I mean, uh, obviously uh, uh, some new storylines there around Florence after the great last couple of years you guys have had. How's it been going so far? What do you think of your team? And uh, how, how are these guys sort of preparing to, to once again defend the state championship? You know, I think it's uh, – it, 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 we thought it was a little bit of a challenge at the start. Um you know, prior to fall camp kicking off, um, what I've seen is there's still a lot of guys that are um, bought into this culture. Um, we have a lot less players this year for whatever reason in Class B. I think every Class B coach would tell you that there's there's ebbs and flows in in the in the uh, attendance. Um, on, on your football team. So we're down a little bit in numbers, not too bad. You know, we had 60 last year, which was huge, and we're going to end up about 37. But these 37 kids have just, they pretty much shocked me um, to this point with a lot of positions that we've had to replace um, and how far ahead of where I thought they would be that they are. So it, 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 it's been a great fall camp so far. Well, that's great. And uh, a testament to you, your coaching staff, and all the, the student-athletes there at Florence High School. But, you, I mean, you mentioned the numbers. I remember when I came and watched you guys two years ago, and I was just stunned by how many guys you had dressed out. I mean, it looked like – I mean, you guys had as many guys out for football as some of the A teams in Missoula. And uh, so how, how did you sort of build that? I mean, 60 guys on a Class B squad is tremendous last year. I mean, wh- what's that a testament to? How were you able to get so many guys out for football? Well, we had we had a huge class last year, um, senior class. Um, that I think there was 19, so we knew we were going to be down a little bit. And then a few kids, I think, decided to to maybe not play. Um, I think in a lot of people's minds that that you know Florence lost uh, a lot of good athletes over the last two years, and so they're not going to be much. Um, but you know, honestly, with with 37 kids getting more individual reps um, and buying into the culture, I'm fine with that. Patrick Shane Senior joining us here on Nuanas. Now he's the head coach at Florence Carlton High School. They are the defending champions times two uh, in the Class B ranks. Uh, you guys have done such a great job of developing some great talent, and you know, I mean, you look at across the college rosters. Uh, in Montana, there's a lot of guys from Florence Carlton playing. Uh, how did that come about? How are you guys able to develop guys at such a high level? And what do you think of, of all these young men that now have gone on to, to play at a higher level? Well, you know, you know, honestly, Coulter, it's it's a matter of them just buying in. Um, mo- most of my staff has played um, college football at, at one at, from NAI up to D1. Um, we kind of know what it takes. We don't really know what it takes these days, um, but it's but it's it's a matter of uh, these kids have to. 
you have to embrace the process and, and you have to be willing to work um you know 12 months out of the year you can't take time off you can't you, you have to do it because when you get to college you get to the the next level even in the nais this year the frontier conference does a great job of it i played in the frontier conference and you, you could be a little lackadaisical back in the back in the mid to late 90s um now it's a job you know and and if that's something that they truly inspire to be um an athlete at the next level then then that's our job is to get those guys ready to go Tell us about the, the sort of the transition because uh, obviously the main storyline or a main, sto- main storyline across Class B is is now your son Patrick Duchesne Jr. Uh, there at Montana State. So you guys got uh, a three year starter to to, to uh, replace at, at quarterback. How's the quarterback battle going? Just tell us a little bit about that position. Ah hell, you you might be you might be hitting me hard. Going, he's not a very good quarterback coach here in about three weeks. But <laughs> no, we got uh, we got. We we got some guys, right? We we've got a we've got a good three way battle going on right now between a freshman, a junior, and a senior, um, and those guys are making strides every single day. Um, I th- I think if you call Patrick right now and said, "Hey, w- what's it going to be like?" Like Patrick's gone, um, he's going to go try to make his name for himself at, at MSU, and we don't we don't talk about it, um, you know. So it's 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 all about the development of these kids now and me being actually able to be a dad <laughs> at Bobcat Stadium um, when 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 the time comes. Well, that's so cool, too, and I'm happy for you that you do get a chance to actually uh, be a dad. What else about your, your team this year? Patrick Shane Sr., by the way, joining us. He is the head coach there at Florence Carlton High School. Uh, what else about your team has you excited? me? What sort of identity do you hope uh, that your squad encompasses this year? You know, I think um, what's excited me to this to this point, like we talked about, um, is just we're we're a lot farther ahead than what I thought we would be, and and, and I think in class B, a guy, a, a coach will tend to get, you know, I don't know, I, I, you see it and you go, okay, these kids, you know, it's class B, but then all of a sudden you see your freshmen morph into sophomores, and you've got athletes um you see your sophomores morph into juniors your juniors morph into seniors and we got to finally put the pads on today and you know was it as violent as as it has been before when when we do some hitting no but there's also some uh coaching philosophy behind that with our team um I'm just, I'm really excited that we are so far ahead of where I thought we would be, you know, six days into, into fall camp. How about just the, the Class B ranks this year? Uh, last year, the playoffs were thrilling. Part of that's because your rival, Missoula Loyola, uh, they took that, that decent, pr- pretty strong performance against you guys in the regular season finale and then parlayed that into going on the road three weeks in a row and, and pulling upsets, including bouncing Big Fork, which was a big-time upset. And then you met uh, the Rams in the championship game again. So, I mean, just in general, though, what do you think of the state? I know Loyola's got some stuff coming back. Boulder, Broadwater, Manhattan, they're always tough. What do you think of just the landscape of, of Class B? You know, yeah, it's it, it's going to be tough to say. I mean, I, I can guarantee you, Trevor Utter, he's going to have Eureka rolling. Yep. Um, this year, he does every year. Um, Todd and I got to coach in the Shrine game together. Um, yeah, I had to throw him off the raft at one point <laughs> if I could make him float down the big hole. But um, he jumped up, he walked on water like they do at Loyola. You know, he came over and we had a good time. Um, they're, they're going to be tough. Um, you know, Jefferson is, they're dudes this year, 100% they're dudes. And, and I know Manhattan's always going to be tough. Um, you know, we got Whitehall coming into our conference this year and Whitehall's former coach going to Anaconda. He's, he's a heck of a coach. Um, it's, it's going to be a tough, tough conference. I know we lost big Fork to, to a, um, but it's going to be a tough conference. I mean, we got to be ready to go week in, week out. No way, fans or buts. I love that we get to face face uh, Jefferson right out of the gates. Um, I know Clint ha- is going to have those guys ready to go. 
there's still a salty taste in their mouth after last year and 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 you know but you, and then you look at the east side you got Huntley we got Huntley like three weeks later and 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 they're going to be salty and Malta's going to be salty and and Red Lodge is probably really going to be salty this year and so so class B I mean I think a lot of people what I've been hearing on the streets is well everybody lost everybody class B's down this and that and you got you got your one or two teams and well I I think it's going to be I I think there's a lot of better teams out there than than what people are giving credit to Absolutely. And like you talked about, there's this entrenched culture there at Florence and a lot of those towns you just named, they also have that. And and to me, one of the uh, the common factors is just some of the awesome long-term coaches that, that uh, are around the state. So a uh, great job by you guys. Testament to all you guys for uh, building great programs and, and being so competitive. Pat Duchesne Sr. joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Uh, you mentioned that season opener against Jefferson, Coach, and you guys beat... Uh, the, the kids from Jefferson County, 40-23 to 23 last year in the semifinals of the playoffs. And then a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of drama off the field with, with Coach Clint Lang, and then all of a sudden he's out, then all of a sudden he's back. So uh, you wonder if that's going to be a, an inspiration for that team as well. But uh, nonetheless, the off-field stuff aside, Jefferson's been a, you know, a, a great team, an outstanding program uh, in Class B for quite some time. So, I mean, do you like that? Do you love having a great test out the gates? Do you think that motivates your guys during fall camp? Absolutely. You know, I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's a good test to see where we were at. You know, we played them, um, preseason last year. I, I, it might've been week two, week three, we dropped it and we, I mean, we shot ourselves in the foot and, and it, and it took that a little bit, um, for these guys to realize. And then we went into big fork and dropped one by a, by a field goal off the crossbar. Um, but we still didn't play good, you know, and, and, what I love about what these kids inspire to be down here is to get better every week. So if, if you have to drop one early, you have to drop one in conference, you got to get better. You have to get better. But playing, playing Coach Lang and his, in his program, um, you know, they got Oxerart, the, the quarterback kid that's just a heck of an athlete, um, two Division One linemen, um, that are going to be playing both sides of the ball that have, that have good size. Um, I think it's really going to help us to see exactly where we're at, you know. And and at the end of the day, does it really matter um, in our conference standings? Because you know we're going in to win that game, hundred percent. We're 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 game prepping it right now. If we happen to lose that game, we're going to get better week in and week out and hopefully have another semifinal game at Florence. The Florence Falcons, the two-time defending Class B state champions in football. Last couple things for you, Coach. You defended the championship last year. What was the most challenging part about trying to defend a state championship? And is there any carryover? Is there anything you learned last year that you'll try to implement this year? Yeah, I think it's not not playing the in the footsteps of the team before. Um, you know, the, the 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 two years ago we had that undefeated run, um, pretty much dominated anywhere, anyhow. You know, we would have played anybody, um, and, and and it was the same conversation that we had with the guys last year was don't don't play in their shadows. You know, we 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 can't play in their shadows. You're your own team. Um, and that's the exact conversation that we've had with these kids now. Actually, not as in depth, but they know it. The seniors this year, they know that this is their team. Um, you know, they have to, they have to be the guys that are going to create their own acronyms. They have to be the guys that are going to lead. Um, and then we're just there to kind of just help facilitate fundamentals and and reads and and things like that that coaches do and 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 with the hard work that they put in in the off season from you know January 13th all the way through now in the weight room um you know I I I think I think we could get overlooked a little bit but we want to be overlooked so it's a good thing well, Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much for joining us, and the best of luck with everything this season. Uh, it'll be fun following along. I totally agree with you. I think Class B has 
a ton of contenders in the Class B playoffs with the way it all works out. And the 16 teams, it's always one of the wildest times of the year. We love following along. So uh, thanks for giving us some insight, and thanks for being here today. Coulter, I appreciate everything you guys do, man. There you go. Pat Duchesne Sr. <laughs> he guy's a great coach, man. And I, I just... I, I, I got, I got, I'll admit it, man. I got, and I don't think there's anything wrong with this. I got a special place in my heart for these Class B coaches, man. Uh, I, I think that there's some huge challenges. I also think that you know being at Loyola and Florence are definitely interesting because you're right around one of the biggest metro areas uh, in the state of Montana. But still, you're going to have the challenges with with numbers and just getting guys out. And uh, so I, I, uh, I think though there's uh, what I said there was was not just placating to, to Pat Duchesne. I think there's some outstanding coaches. Uh, in the state of Montana at all levels, but particularly uh, at the Class B level. And uh, I think that's why you see a lot of the the programs be traditionally very competitive. And uh, I think that's what makes Montana high school sports great. Uh, but I, I just love some of the, you know, just old school nature of, of, of a lot of these Class B guys. It, it just makes me happy. So appreciate Pat Duchesne for joining us. It's our Bitterroot Breakdown, breaking down High school sports throughout the Bitterroot Valley. It's presented by Farmers State Bank. Farmers State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. How about four fun facts about Class B football here uh, on Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio? Uh, first of all, we talked about Clint Lang there. He is still the head coach at Jefferson High School. There was uh, a school board motion to, to remove him. Uh, there was some controversy there, and then there was a, a movement to then get him back reinstated, so he is still the coach there. The guy has been an outstanding coach for a long time. Jefferson's won a ton. Uh, the Panthers are always one of the teams to beat in, in Class B. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's sort of a microcosm of a bigger thing where, you know, in, in these small towns, a lot of times, the the, the power of the school board and how much just being a part of that school board, you, you can swing the power of certain decisions and just the process to get on the school board and all sorts of things. It, it gets all the way into the weeds, into the mud. But the point is, in my personal opinion, I think Clint Lang's a great coach, and I'm glad he's still the head coach there uh, at at Jefferson County High School in Boulder, Montana. And I think that with him there, I think that uh, Jefferson, uh, once again, is a contender. They got some big-time prospects. They got uh, a couple probably uh, at least borderline, if not bona fide, Division One guys there uh, at Jefferson County. So I, I think Jefferson's certainly going to be a uh, contender. It's also going to be interesting to analyze the ranks of Class B because Big Fork's no longer in the, the ranks of Class B. The Vikings have moved up to Class A. Big Fork, that area w- within the Flathead region has just grown so much. So no surprise that Big Fork was able to move up. And not having them in Class B is is that's just one less powerhouse program, and so you know it'll be it'll just be weird to to look at the bracket and look at the you know the playoffs and all that, and not have the Vikings there because you know Coach Ben up there has done a great Jim Ben has done a great job uh, for a long time, and again they're they're just another one of those stalwart programs. So um, I mean I think Big Fork will be competitive in Class A right away. So um, we'll see what uh, the future holds for the Vikings. Third fun fact about uh, Class B football, Loyola had a really up-and-down year last year. Uh, We had Coach Hughes, Todd Hughes, on the show in the preseason, and uh, he talked about what he thought was a a team that had a lot of potential but a lot of inexperience. And then they sort of went through it, and they took their lumps. And mid-season when we talked to him, uh, he was saying, we got to look at the mirror. We got a lot of things that we got to figure out, that we got to iron out. And right now I'm, I'm not happy with how we're performing. And then coming out of the Florence game into the playoffs, the Florence game is the rivalry game with Loyola and the Falcons, and that's the, the regular season finale. Loyola lost that game 35-14, to 14, but they showed some flashes, and Coach Hughes was like, oh, we clicked. I, there's something that clicked. I know it did. I got all of a sudden, I, I totally believe in this team going to the playoffs. Well, Loyola then absolutely affirmed that belief by winning on the road in Townsend at Broadwater County High School 27-13. Going to Shepard and winning fourteen to seven, going to Big Fork and winning fourteen to six to get all the way to the state championship game. Loyola went four and five last year during the regular season, and then won three playoff games to go all the way to the state title game, and then lost to Florence forty-eight to seven. That's all to say though that Loyola team has a bunch of guys back from last year. Uh, Talon Reynolds, the the tailback, should be one of the best uh, 
overall athletes in Class B uh, across a multitude of sports. Uh, he is, of course, the son of Chase Reynolds, former Grizz great running back and, and NFL uh, NFL veteran guy that played in the league for six or seven years. Uh, so I think Loyola, if they can start rolling early, they have a chance to be one of the teams to beat at the Class B ranks. And then the, your fourth fun fact about Class B is just simple. Florence is the champions until they're dethroned. There's a ton of narrative about how do you replace guys like Pat Duchesne, the quarterback, or uh, Jonathan Lehman, who's there at Montana State as well. Uh, they've had all these great skill guys like Blake Shoup, who's at Montana Tech, Tristan Payette, who's at Carroll College, Luke Mackey, went to the Air Force Academy. I mean, Florence has been producing as many college-ready guys as any high school in the state, period. Any, any level of high school football, a lot of those guys, the household names, they're gone. But how can you doubt their ability to develop? They've done that over a four-year span. And as Coach Duchesne just said there, uh, they hope that they're doing it again. So I think it's a a great thing they got going down there. Uh, There's a bunch of of ex-college players that are coaching there. Uh, Last last time I checked, J.P. Kanagata, who was a great linebacker for the Grizz, he was running the defense there for in high school, so that's a great resource. I mean, he's a guy that played professionally in the CFL. So uh, some great football acumen there in Florence. And even though you might not – Recognize the name of the quarterback or, or the receivers. Force has got it rolling right now, so they are the champions uh, until uh, otherwise, uh, a- until somebody knocks them off. Bitterroot Breakdown, an extension of our prep extra, presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. It's a Tuesday. That means we got free sandwiches for you, courtesy of Tagliari Deli. We also... Have our latest edition of our Grizz Star of the Week. Trevin Gradney will join us uh, sometime th- uh, within the uh, the end of this here first hour. The Grizz are just wrapping up practice. Uh, so whenever he can get to us, we'll get to him. And we also have our Treasure State Stars coming up as well. Uh, highlighting some of the best individual performances by Montanans uh, from over the last week. All of that is coming up here on this uh, Tuesday, including Tag Tuesday. Right after this, keep it right here. The one is now ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. He's the one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Gotta say... When I first uh, knew that song or learned about that song when I was a kid, it terrified me. <laughs> I'm actually sure. I'm actually quite sure that I'm not alone. Anybody that grew up in the '60s, Jefferson Airplane's a trip, and, and I mean that literally and figuratively. Um, certainly, um, not for the faint of heart. Today is the anniversary of when Woodstock started back in 1969. So uh, that's what the playlist is, just Woodstock-oriented bands. And uh, we love DJing for you each and every day here uh, on Nuanas Now. It's time now for our Grizz Star of the Week, where we uh, do post-practice interviews, this time of year at least, with the University of Montana. They're rolling through fall camp right now, the football team is. And uh, we got a... In-state product joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now today. It's Trevin Gradney. He's a Billings West alum and uh, now a rising cornerback there uh, at the University of Montana. Trevin, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. 
First of all, to South Fall Camp going, I know it's always a grind this time of year, but uh, I know your head coach loves it. How are you guys doing, especially when it's hot like it was today? Yeah, it was it was kind of brutal out here today, but uh, no, we're we're out here working hard. We're putting doing what we need to do, putting in the work. Um, yeah, it's been good for us though. Well, Coach Houck, uh, especially when it's the first week of camp, he can't stop talking about how much he loves camp. I, I really do think that he thinks that August out on the grass is just the best time that there is. When you when your coach has so much enthusiasm for something that can be really hard and really a grind, does that help you? Oh yeah, it definitely does. I think his energy helps us. You know, we feed off of feed off of his energy, and um, that helps us get through practice a little bit. And you know, it is a grind out here. It's it's tough. We got blessed a little bit last week with the weather, but yeah, this week is is a little more a little more gruesome. But yeah, definitely definitely his energy and and uh, things like that help us for sure. Well, Montana, new defensive coordinator. Kent Bear's been calling the plays there uh, for the last handful of years, but now transitioning to Ronnie Bradford. I know you and the other corners are familiar with Coach Bradford, of course, since he's been the corners coach these last couple years there for the Grizz. Uh, do you notice any differences? or How's it been going? How do you think Coach Bradford's doing just taking over as the main play caller for the defense? Oh, yes. I think he is doing an amazing job. Um, coach Baird obviously did a great job with us as well, but I think Coach Bradford brings a little more, little more enthusiasm and, 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 and energy to us, and it helps us out on the defensive side, um, just bringing that to, to our game and a little more knowledge, some, some NFL experience there too, which, which is always good, huh? When it, when it comes to this, his uh, coaching of the corners, I, mean, I, I think that that resonates with people. Corbin Walker came on a couple weeks ago, and oh, yeah. he was talking exactly about that exact dynamic, how you know, learning it from a guy who played in the NFL for a decade-plus you know, it, it really it, it sinks in for you. So, I mean, do you feel that? Does it does it resonate more with you when it is a guy that had such a great playing career himself? Yeah, absolutely. I think Corbin probably hit it too. But yeah, playing or playing for a guy that you know has played your position at the highest level is you can you can't ask for much more. You know, getting coached by that, seeing that, or having that knowledge every day is probably the best thing that we could we could have here. So, yeah, it's been great having him for sure. Corbin Walker joining us. He's our Grizz Star of the Week. It's Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and at ESPN MT app. Uh, Corbin, a fourth-year junior there at Montana, cornerback uh, as they are grinding their way through fall camp, leading up to their opener September 2nd, high noon at Washington Grizzly Stadium against Butler. Uh, tell us just about the, the corners in general. I, I know you, you lose an All-American there in Justin Ford, so a lot of people are looking at that. But I think Corbin Walker is one of the most underrated players in the league. And I think you have had some great, made some great strides both on special teams and also kind of getting in the rotation these last uh, year and a half or so. So um, what do you just think of the, the position group so far? And what do you think of just the battle that you're in there uh, to become a starter and, and uh, be, be one of the starting guys there for the Grizz defense? Yeah, absolutely. I think... Uh, me being me being uh, here for the last four years, five years, whatever, playing under you know, like you said, the All American Justin Ford, and having Omar and Jaden Dawson and all these guys come in before me and t- kind of show me the ropes. It's it's been it's been great. Um, yeah, the corner battle's been good though. I think our room's filling up nicely, and we're having a lot of competition, which is which is really good for me, good for Corb, RJ, all all the guys. So. I think um, it's, it's been really good for us. It's been really good. Well, it's one spot I've been watching heavily when I've been coming down to practice, and I love how much you guys are all competing. It seems like that was a, a strategy of the coaching staff, too, though, to, to put a lot of guys there that are competitive. You know, I mentioned Ronald Jackson. He's a guy that slides over from safety uh, from this last spring, a transfer from Akron. Got a couple other transfers there at corner. Uh, they switched Jay's clue switch to corner as well. So uh, d- does the competition yeah. help you rise your level, though? I mean, how much does it drive you? How much does it spur you on? Yeah, I think it has to, right? I mean, when you got guys nipping at your heels and and competing every day, coming hard every day, it's uh, it's, you you got to rise the occasion at some point. And I think if you can rise, you're you're gonna play. So, um, yeah, like you said, RJ, Clue Switch, they're playing great, absolutely, just just going going really hard, and that's helping that's helping us as a defense and definitely as a corner room for sure. New is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the uh, ESPN MT app. Uh, how about the rest of the defense? Anything that stood out to you? Uh, or, or what other uh, parts are you guys hoping to shore up or, or make improvements on uh, throughout this fall camp? Yeah, um, I think the rest of the defense is playing absolutely just perfect as well. I mean, 
we gotta we gotta shore up some things in in the interior. I'm sure, but um, I don't look too much at that. I think us in the back end, we got a lot of com- good communication with each other, and we we got a lot of good guys back there. So just having having that camaraderie and having having your brothers back there is building bonds is, has been very good for us. And I think uh, I think our defense is going to be uh, a heck of a thing to deal with. And we're gonna we're gonna be nasty this year, I think. Well, one uh, specific guy I want to ask you about is the, the big man in the middle, Alex, Alex Gubner. He's definitely one of the most fun yeah. players to watch if you like interior line play, and I do. I love I love watching the big boys up front. But this guy's not just uh, you know eating up the blocks. Sometimes he makes plays in space where you're like, are you kidding me? This guy can run like this when he's this big. <laughs> What's it like playing behind this guy? Yeah. I mean, he's got as good a pursuit ability as anybody on the squad. Right. Yeah, no. Gub Gub can run and you should have seen a play he made today. I mean he batted this ball down and I couldn't even believe it. But no, he's having a guy right there in the middle sharing up your sharing up the middle for you is monumental for you, you know. It's it doesn't get much better than that and we're we're very, very glad to have him for sure. And when it comes to the other guys in the secondary, we talked about the corners, but the safeties, I think, it's that's an interesting uh, dynamic as well because you have some guys that have played a lot of ball there. And I think Trajan Cotton is just acclimated to that nickel spot so well. He's such a good tackler and, and so good at yeah. just erasing the space in front of him. Nash Fouch can do it all, you know, run game and in the pass game as well. And Gary Graves has made a ton of plays at a ton of different positions. So what do you think of just the safeties in general and how much does that experience help that group? Yeah, um, the safety group is is very very good too. Like you said, a lot of experience there. You got Ryder Meyer coming up coming up behind them as well. Totally, Graves, Fouch, Cotton, having having them in the back end, knowing knowing what's going on all the time, and just being able to make checks back there with them is, has been helpful for us as corners and us as a defense in general. Just because you know they they kind of they kind of see everything back there. So them them playing a lot of ball has helped us a lot for sure. Trevor Gradney joining us here. Uh, on to on is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. It's that time of year around the state, too, so uh, high school football is rolling now uh, as well. I know Billings is a long ways away, but do you still keep up with West High? Yeah, I try to. I try to talk to Coach Stanton here, here and, uh, or every now and then, but yeah, it's, uh, I hope they, hope they get it going this year for sure. They've been in the mix for the past, you know, since I've been there, four yep. or five years now, so... Yep. I hope they can keep that going for sure, yeah. Well, it's definitely one of the best programs in the state. Uh, you were part of a state championship team there that Billings West has played for multiple state championships uh, since uh, you graduated from high school there as well. And mm-hmm. uh, always sending guys to the college level as well. So, uh, I mean, how do you think that time prepared you? How, how do you think just your time as a Golden Bear it got you ready to play for the Grizz? Yeah, I think my time as a Golden Bear was pretty, pretty, a pretty big deal for me. Me and, me and the guys over there, us in the weight room has – was was a big was a big deal over there, and just the guys that that were coaching me, Mikey Ryder, Eric Buer over there. I, I had some good some good people behind me rooting for me, so that helped me a lot to get here for sure. And when it comes to your roles this last couple of years, you've been an ace on special teams. You've earned uh, all the accolades for your performance on special teams. How does that translate to corner? I, th- I think people can see it in their minds if it's a linebacker, right? Running down, covering a kick, and, yeah. and smashing somebody. H- how do you think it helps you as a corner, though, all your experience there on the, on the kick teams? Um, I, I think just, you know, having the tenacity to, to be able to run down and, and go do that and then, you know, translating over and having the tenacity to maybe, maybe fill a hole or cover that guy downfield for as long as I have to. And, you know, I've played, I've played a lot of special teams, and but... Yeah, that I don't I don't know. It's maybe just maybe just a little bit of a, a little bit of comfort out there too. That has helped a lot too. So I don't know. Well, uh, it's always fun to watch guys rise through the ranks, and I think that Coach Halk puts such a high priority on special teams, so you can see the guys yeah. that uh, he's trying to get a lot out of. Uh, now that you're sort of battling it and way more in the mix uh, on the defense, are, are you gonna still play some special teams? Yeah, yeah, I'm. Still trying to get Coach Hawk to get me in, get me in a little bit more here, <laughs> and we can work that out. But uh, no, yeah, I'll still, I'll still be out there a little bit, but. For the, for the most part, I'll be trying to trying to get in the mix on defense for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. Trevor Grandy joining us here on Nuanas Now. He's our Grizz Star of the Week. Uh, last thing for you, man, what, what are the goals between now and, and the opener against Butler? What do you guys hope to get done? I think we're just trying to just prepare for them, prepare, prepare ourselves for a, a long, long season, and just trying to be better than we were last year for sure. 
Well, thanks for taking some time, man. Really appreciate it. And uh, go get out of the heat. And uh, good luck with the rest of the camp. Yeah. And we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it, Colton. Thank you. There you go, Trevor Gradney. Grizz Star of the Week here on Nuanez Now. It is blazing hot out there, but it's never too hot to play golf. If you want a fun, great, uh, family-friendly golf experience in a beautiful place, one of the most picturesque places in all of western Montana, go check out King Ranch Golf Course. It's down there by the river in Frenchtown at the La Riperian area that it encompasses. The ecosystem there is it's crazy. Like That's what makes the course so challenging is... Uh, you know, they have the, the holes mowed in, but there's all sorts of giant cottonwood trees, and, and you can hit the ball in some places that are pretty challenging to get out of. It's also really affordable, and uh, they just have a great family atmosphere, a welcoming staff. So go check out King Ranch Golf Club out there uh, in Frenchtown. Appreciate their uh, support of us here uh, at Nuanas Now. I know I teased you with free sandwiches, but I'm going to tease you again. Tag Tuesday plus our Treasure State Stars on the other side. Don't change that dial. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. This is Nuanas Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Have you seen these, these memes or these things on Instagram where it's people making fun of themselves saying, I will never not think that 1970 was 20 or 20 or 30 years ago. Really? 1970 or 1969 when that song, Mamas and the Papas, came out. Uh, that was almost that was 54 years ago. Not 30, not 20. <laughs> it's so funny. I, just, I always get a chuckle when I see those memes. Anyways, today is the, I guess, 54th now anniversary of when Woodstock took the world by storm. A lot of people would say changed the world from a pop culture standpoint. Uh, Certainly the summer of 69, one that is uh, remembered with great uh, reverence and romanticism and uh, for its impact on American society in in general. So as this is the, the anniversary of the Woodstock, we're playing some songs from some artists that played at Woodstock. So thanks to Mike Smith from The Trail for the idea. And uh, if you ever change the dial, you're allowed to go one notch up from 102.9 to 103.3, the trail, uh, Montana's quality rock. You are listening to Nuanas now here on ESPN Radio, which is 102.9 FM on your radio dial, or SWX Montana Television on your TV set, or the ESPN MT app on all of your various mobile devices. We appreciate you being here. couple Tuesday staples for you. First of all, Tag Larry Deli has uh, some of the best sandwiches in the state of Montana. You don't believe me? Well, the Food Network says so. People Magazine says so. And uh, pretty much everybody I know says so. So go check out Tag Deli. There are uh, two locations here in Missoula, one at the corner of Beckwith and Higgins, the other uh, in the Sawmill District on Wyoming Street in the first floor of the Cognizant Building uh, there in the Sawmill. Every Tuesday, we give you an opportunity to win $25 from Tagliari Deli. All you got to do is call us right now. Call number 4-406-888-1029. Be sure to peruse all the uh, various specialty goods they have in there as well. Olive oils and pastas, pasta sauces. But it's the sandwiches that keep you coming back for more. You want 25 bucks to tag? 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call number 4. We got it for you. Our other Tuesday staple, our Treasure State Stars, where we highlight... Some of the best individual performances and storylines by Montanans uh, each and every week. Uh, The first handful of guys here, all football-oriented, because there's a bunch of guys with Montana ties that are playing and fighting their way uh, through NFL training camp and uh, the NFL preseason. Thursday star number one from Butte, America. It's Dylan Cook. He's a former Grizz offensive lineman. He was on the Tampa Bay Bucks practice squad a year ago. Floated between the active roster and the practice squad. Now he's trying to fight his way onto the Pittsburgh Steelers active roster. Uh, Good reviews from his first preseason game. Sounds like he's doing pretty well. And uh, some pundits say he could have an outside shot at the active roster and maybe even an inside track on the practice squad. So uh, that's a good spot for him in year two of playing pro football. And uh, a guy that only has played offensive line for a handful of years. He was a quarterback in high school at Butte High. And then went up to Montana State Northern to play QB and ended up coming to Montana, walking on and becoming a multi-year starter at offensive tackle. So certainly again with a ton of athletic upside. Treasure State star number two. How about Daniel Hardy? 
Montana State, uh, former Montana State defensive end, now playing for the Los Angeles Rams. He got caught up and got kicked out of a uh, punt return um, in the last preseason game for the the uh, Rams against the Chargers, and the Chargers punt returner ended up scoring a touchdown. But then Hardy totally redeems himself. He's got a, he had a nice play where he set the edge, tossed the tackle, and, and made a tackle uh, right at or, or behind the line of scrimmage. And then he also had another play where he came out the blind side and sacked the quarterback. Uh, so Hardy certainly redeemed himself, and uh, uh, he's a guy I think that has another shot to, to make that active roster. But again, it's showing well and, and showing his versatility, being up, being able to play up and down that defensive front uh, for the LA Rams. Trevor State start number three, Patrick O'Connell, former Grizz linebacker. He's playing for the Seattle Seahawks. He made his pro debut last week, Thursday night football. The, uh, the Seahawks played the Vikings. O'Connell had five tackles. He looks good playing that inside linebacker spot. Uh, it, it looks pretty natural for him. And uh, he's also trying to cut his teeth on special teams as well. Another guy in that same situation, Ty Okada, former Montana State Bobcat. Uh, he played some special teams reps. He's getting coached up uh, by uh, the, uh, the, the Seahawks safety there, Jamal Adams. Uh, so pretty cool to see, you know, a former top 10 pick who's well widely regarded as one of the best defensive players in the NFL, you know, putting his arm around the undrafted rookie in Ty Okada and, and coaching him up. So we'll let you know what's going on with the Seahawks uh, moving forward as there's both a Montana, Montana State guy battling for roster spots there. Uh, and then the last guy that uh, probably isn't going to get as many preseason reps because he's slated as a starter, that's Troy Anderson. He's been on this list a million times. He's one of the best athletes to ever come out of the state of Montana. A Dillon High School product who then played at Montana State. Uh, he slated as a starter there for the Atlanta Falcons, and it's pretty cool that he and Caden Ellis from Idaho are lining up right next to each other. They used to go at it. Ellis was a senior for Idaho when Troy was uh, playing quarterback at Montana State, so they literally went against each other, and uh, now they're playing next to each other starting uh, in the National Football League, so pretty cool for them. One last uh, pro football note, Callahan O'Reilly, who uh, went to a mini camp. Uh, after his pro day, uh, but then ended up not getting onto a in, not, not getting into an NFL training camp. Well, he signed a he signed a uh, a contract with an XFL team. So uh, his pro football dreams uh, continue. Uh, so pretty cool there. Stepping outside of football before we come back into football, just for a second, our Treasure State start number seven. By the way, it's presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, one of the best places in Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. Uh, Taylor Mims, she's a former Montana Gatorade Player of the Year out of Billings Senior High School, who then was an all-pack 12 talent at Washington State. She's now playing for Team USA in volleyball as they get ramped up for for next summer's Olympics. And uh, she led Team USA uh, to a victory uh, of the Pan Am Cup in Puerto Rico last week. So pretty cool to see uh, a Montana girl continuing to do it at such a high level. Uh, Billing senior product, Taylor Mims. And then uh, Treasure State star number eight. How about a kid from Butte, America landing on Bruce Feldman's freaks list? Bruce Feldman, one of the, the most popular and uh, well-respected sports writers that covers college football in the country. Uh, his book, Meat Market, is certainly one of my favorites. Uh, it's endlessly entertaining but also incredibly educational. It's all about Old Miss when Ed Orgeron was the head coach there and what recruiting is like in the SEC, especially what recruiting is like in the SEC when you're not Alabama, Florida, Georgia, and LSU. I mean, Old Miss has, has got boatloads of money, and they got tons of tradition, and they have a great campus and uh, you know a very prideful fan base, yet they seem to always be looking up at, at Alabama, you know? What's that like? The book chronicles it so well. But Feldman has also had this uh, annual list, the 100 biggest freaks in college football. Well, Tommy Touchdown landed on this list this year. Montana State's junior quarterback is in at number 70 on the biggest freaks list. If you've been following along to coverage of the Bobcat camp, most of the fastest guys on MSU have all acknowledged that Tommy Mallott is one of, if not the fastest guys uh, on the Bobcats. Here is the excerpt from Bruce Feldman's uh, Top 100 Freaks list about the MSU quarterback. He says, the Bobcats, excuse me, the Bobcats staff raves about him like to the level you rarely hear coaches talk about a player, so let the gushing begin. MSU offensive coordinator Taylor Housewright says, 
Tommy has a 4.0 in engineering, 6% body fat, a 39-inch vertical at 210 pounds, smartest QB I've ever been around, 4.3, 40-yard dash, smartest human alive, will be president of the United States. Every father wants their daughter to date him. Every mother wants to adopt him. Every wife wants him to be their husband's idol. He's the hardest worker in the room, and this room includes Tim Tebow, Tom Brady, Kobe Bryant, and Derek Jeter. Brett Vegan goes on to add, he's a freak in every way, academically, in community service, and in the weight room, and on the field. So certainly um, impressive returns for Tommy Malott. Feldman's article goes on to say, Malott, uh, he gives his, his career stats, but he also mentions his 5 plus 10 fly time, which is a way to m- measure explosion uh, up the field. His 5 plus 10 yard fly time this summer was 1.16 seconds. So to put that in perspective, Troy Anderson, who's the fastest, I, I think Troy Anderson is the fastest player I've ever covered. It's between Troy Anderson and Taiwan Jones. I think those two guys are the fastest guys I've ever seen play in the Big Sky Conference. Well, Tommy Mallott runs 1.16 in that 5 plus 10 yard fly. Troy Anderson runs. 1.22, so six one hundredths of a second faster for for Troy Anderson or for for Tommy Mallott than Troy Anderson. Pretty darn impressive, especially considering that Troy Anderson ran four four two at the NFL Combine two years ago to uh, ensure and secure uh, his spot as a as an NFL draft pick. So uh, pretty impressive. I think you know that Tommy Mallott's a great athlete, but here are the numbers. I mean, I think House Wright was beat a little bit. Uh, hyperbolous, you know, and also tongue-in-cheek kind of making fun of Tommy as well because he really is this all-American guy and he's just like this perfect student and this perfect spokesperson for the university. Uh, but he also is a freak athlete. 40-inch vertical and a 4.3 yard, or 4.3 seconds, excuse me, in the 40-yard dash is uh, is pretty darn impressive. Nothing to sneeze at. So uh, I was surprised and also pleasantly surprised. Very cool to see Tommy Mallott land on that uh, top 100 list. It would, it would have been cool if anybody from Montana landed on the list. Uh, so always cool for the, the Montana guys at both Montana and Montana State to get a little recognition uh, on the national level. No one is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you. Let's talk some double-A football at the high school level. Grady Bennett. One of the dons of double-A football, one of the most experienced coaches in the state, and uh, the head coach of potentially the front runner in double-A this year. He'll join us next. Don't change that dial. Keep it right here. CSPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 